just be like, oh, this looks so cool. Nah, because I heard, are you, yo. Are you dumb? Are you stupid? The wheels fall off? That's what's funny. I, I, I remember in the box shots, and I'm like, I heard about Chuck and Lisa. I'm like, this nigga not even talking about the situation. Cause I know for a fact he was out here like, nah. Like he was keeping quiet yeah. about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Chuck's handled that nigga. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm like, saying? Damn. I was like, nah, he can't be talking about yeah, that. Yeah, he was, he was going crazy. See, that's why I like Roman Drake. Roman Drake. Hey, we are back up in this thing, man. Hold up, man. There better not be no such thing as Russ. Yeah. Yeah, there's no Russ over here. I've been thinking. Mike, check. One, two, one, two. I'm feeling good, man. Hold up, man. New year, new everything. I need, I need a different vibe. We early, but we here though. Yeah, you already know the sound. <laughs> early, but we here though. Oh yeah, let me get the neck crack, baby. Get your popcorn ready. We get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, we getting right. We getting right. Let's get it, baby. Yep. Yo, I said it on my shit, I'm gonna say it right now. Baby King, 2020. Watch out for that nigga. I was just listening to and I ain't gonna front Drake refreshed my memory because he named Baby King's project as like one of the two best albums of the yeah, year. I've seen his oh, name oh, before, oh. but I just never yeah. cared. Oh, no, no, I, I it was one yeah. of the two, but then I went back because of Drake. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Nah, I was like, oh, that's good. Snap. Because I had his, uh, oh, I think, the options track on one of my uh, earlier uh, playlists mm-hmm. for the Summer Series. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was like the one before. Uh, I'll back to my bitch project. Mm-hmm. It was actually this fire too. Time to switch it up. Way back Saturdays. Yeah. Time to take it back. Wait till you hear this. I had, I had a thought in my head yesterday. I was like, I need to hear that real again. <laughs> I need to hear that real again. I need to hear that real again. Wait, Johnny ain't hear nothing yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shorty. Hey! <laughs> you know who's spitting right now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bring it back! Bring it back! He brought it back, y'all. I had to bring. Side note, I went on SoundCloud and I was like, yo, Shorts, please tell me you have this record. And I was tight because I couldn't find it and I saw a whole bunch of Uber everywheres. And I was like, come on, let me like type it again. And this came up and I was like, what? Go! <laughs> <laughs> and I skipped right to Will's verse. I was like, I need to hear this, bro. And then he was like, eh, guess what? <laughs> yeah! <I'm glass>. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best right here. Side mixtape coming soon. Will's got the intro there. <laughs> <laughs> it is lit. Oh shit! That, that was 
was that was me and my Kanye bag. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't like it. It was written for me. What? I I mean, I came up with the concept, like the idea, what I wanted to say, and then put it together for me. Skirt, skirt. So I don't mind the curve. <laughs> <laughs> I know Will said that he, he thought he was Wayne in 09. Like, ain't no no mind the know crazy word. when I was doing that. Because y'all know, like, how I talk is, like, so, like, uh. So while I'm trying to rap, I'm doing it in, like, my regular talking voice. And they're like, nah, it sounds boring, man. It just sounds like you're talking. Mm-hmm. Like, put some energy into it. They're like, what will Wayne do? <laughs> Act like you Wayne in the booth. Mm-hmm. Act like you Wayne in the booth. I'm like, yo. I was like, yo, I need, I don't know, I need something to drink. <laughs> I don't know, I need, not no water. I'm parched. I was like, give me a shot yeah. of something. So I took like two shots. <laughs> I'm uninspired and I'm parched. <laughs> I took like two shots and it was like, yeah, now act like Wayne. So I'm telling you, I, I knew. Then I just I knew put it on like a Wayne bag. I started like yelling yeah. and screaming. Because <laughs> I don't mind the girl. <laughs> Since Yo. I got a new develop in my life, let me. Yo. Oh, that's my thing right here. You know what I'm saying? I need to. Because, you know, Ro- Roadman Flack. Roadman AK Man's hit road. Man's hit road all day. Don't talk to me, dog. Cheese. Don't tease me, dog. Don't talk to me if you're not on ends, dog. Yeah. Men's go through in the Acura real low at night, dog. <laughs> 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 you gotta get them peas, dog. Don't talk to me. Hey, man. What about them peas over here? Listen. I don't do, do emails. Like Chubbs in detail. Niggas are wild, man. That nigga was really talking to you. Reckless. And it's a snow one. Yeah, man. Well, Breezy. I've been denying that shit for so long, too. This is the funny thing. He's like, what? Oh, the whole details. Nah, he can't even respond nothing. Like, yeah, you don't tell me. Y'all don't tell me. You know that. You see. But no, we had a good episode in store for you. Good way to kick off the year, man. How to switch it up, play three records instead of that two. How to do what we do. He's bumpy. Folks, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of the Four Side Podcast. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is your boy Wills. I miss A to the Kizzo. A to the Kizzo. About to get busy every day because we do a thing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it is Saturday, January 4th, 2020. Happy New Year to you and yours. We hope you guys brought it in style. We hope you guys brought it in in a very safe manner. As always, check us out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Check out our writing. Two new articles by us came out this week on medium.com slash at Rights. Follow us on social media, of course, at Pod. And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for streaming, regardless of your status as a first-time, multi-time, or last-time listener. Fellas, Happy New Year to each and every one of you. We are back. Yes, sir. What's yeah. up? What's up? How did everybody bring in the new year? Was there a lot of reflection as you ended this decade? Man, I put down the new year's asleep on the fucking couch. <laughs> I was out. I was no, 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 I was out, fam. I had a, I had a, a long week. I want to hold you. Mm. Um, I mean, good news first. Let me get the news out the way, niggas. Finesse the uh, that fall semester. Mm-hmm. You know, came out here. That's right. So I had, uh, uh, I had a. This is math, so I don't, I don't give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel in that math class. Finesse that shit in the final test, brought that shit up to a C, the yeah, That's why yeah, you play the fourth C, quarter. Yeah, C's been degrees, you know? Gotta, yeah. Yeah, gotta, 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 that's yeah. why you play the fourth quarter. Um, 
but, but definitely fit in this other class too. But you know mm. what happened though? Brought it up. Got a whole A in that bitch. We out here. Mm. So you know, fall semester done with. That's the good news. Um, pretty much this this winter semester is coming up. Which honestly, because of that shit, I've actually been busy. Yeah. Because doing work for that upcoming semester in the winter. Um. And after this winter semester is over, I got the spring, and that's my final joint. So niggas gonna be out of this shit soon. Facts. God willing, you know. Um, then niggas have problems with my car on some shit. Got that shit fixed. Okay. A lot of bread though. Um, this is annoying as fuck. But aside, like that's all. You know, things been good. I, I I don't normally do like a New Year's resolution type shit. Yeah. Never do. <clears throat> but I think this is the first year where I kind of like. Actually wrote down like all my goals for the new year type shit. Okay. I think simply because like this is my year, <laughs> this is my twenty third year. You know, yeah, man. it got to be the Jordan year. The Jordan year, the LeBron year. Yeah, you know, I gotta gotta step up a little bit. You feel yeah. me? Like it's one of those things. Is like I, at this point, it's like you know, I gotta change my mentality for a certain shit already. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the podcast shit, like I got, I'm, I'm a lot more focused now. Now, like, yo, uh, let me. Be on pulling my shit now. Like, I got thank it. you, thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Know, so it's like, thank you. So the school should get get in the way of it a little bit. It's like now that I know I'm about to be out of here soon anyway. At least now I can like divert some of that energy here. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, mm-hmm. but prioritize though. That's yeah, smart. Yeah, Seriously, you know, that's yeah. smart. Of course, but now it's just like this time, like, you know what? Uh, like I said, it's Jordan year. Um, I can't slack. Can bro. You no know, niggas need to get this money. Mm-hmm. So niggas need to get this this job soon. You really Facts. know. But I act like again, you know, I, I set up my my goals already. I'm I'm focused now. I know what I gotta do. I'm trying to aim towards that shit. So this really my first year. It's like you know what? Yeah, you're gonna do the new resolution shit. Let's see how it ends. Yeah. So let's let's try. That's Twenty three at midnight. Wonder what's next for me. <laughs> Longevity. Wonder how long they check. No, for no, me. no, I'm still trying to figure it out. My birthday. My birthday is next Saturday. It's next uh. No, it's, it's next uh, Friday. Really? Oh, yeah. snap. So I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out like what bar am I going to use. Damn, it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm my 24th I use. I'm trying to get that number. That, that um, What did I say? What what's son? When he say I'm trying to get that Jordan, I'm trying to get that num the number Jordan, one. Jordan, yeah, one over Jordan. One, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I use that for my twenty fourth. I yeah. forgot what I use for my twenty third. I'm, I'm still about. <laughs> I know there's a whole bunch of twenty three like bars. I'm not. I gotta figure out my bars. Twenty three, honestly, bro. Like four passes to wills. That there's something about being twenty three that is like, I don't know. Like it just hits different when you're twenty three. Because the thing is, like even when you're in your twenties. Different parts of your twenties really, really affect your view on things. Cause like when you're in your early twenties, when you're like twenty to twenty three, like you look at the world and you just go like, oh, I got time. Like I'm still young. And then twenty four to twenty six is like you start getting a little more sense of urgency. It's like, yo, I really gotta go. Then twenty seven, twenty nine is like, yo, I really gotta make this work. Like like thirties right there. Tell me about it. Yeah, for real. I don't, I, don't, like I, I think I'm feeling that sense of urgency right now because it's just like, well, damn, yeah. I really... Because you're about to enter that stage, and yeah. 23 is a great year. I mean, I would say 23, my 23rd year definitely has a strong case for being arguably my best year. Mm-hmm. I think creatively, like, personally, like, getting into, like, my first ever relationship, and you just have so much growth in, in each area and, and things like that. So you about to hit a key part of your life where it's like, all right, you about to like enter your prime of sorts. Yeah. Like you about to, you finally about to get out of like the young homie stage, yeah, like the young dude stage, like the baby stage. Like yeah. it's like you yeah, a young you, man now. And then when you hit twenty five, you're gonna be called the old head. 
Yeah, so you gotta enjoy these last two years. Facts, bro. Because you hit the twenty five, niggas is going to hit you at the happy birthday. You are old head now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I can't wait for that too. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Old G, nigga. That's What's me up? looking at thirty. I'm like, yo, that thirty <laughs> burger like, fire. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get that thirty burger. I'm trying to be Steph real quick. Like, What's up? Let me get that. Wills, what about you, good brother? Uh, my New Year's was um, it was cool. I brought it in with a few of my friends. Um, we went out. To um, like some little lounge, but I think it was just like some dudes that like rented a spot in some nice building just through a party. Because when I got there, it was out of Hennessy, and I don't know who does that. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So upset. I'm not but, the biggest um, drinker, but I know that's like, <laughs> you can't you can't but do that. It it was cool. Brought it in. Um, Facetime my family at twelve. Nice, you know, like my daughter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just chilling, and it's crazy because I don't really do resolutions either. And yeah. we had to send. That's why I was looking at you like, wow. <laughs> like I actually like wrote down goals yeah. for like this year, especially because um, you on your twenty uh, third. That's big. So I'm going mm-hmm. to my curry. I'm about to hit thirty. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this whole twenty uh, nine. I was panicking. Like I was just like, yo, what am I doing with my life? Da da da. Like I gotta do better and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got other people like. You're still young, da, da, da. you got time. I'm like, yeah, y'all was telling me that when I was panicking at 25. Yeah, like, and that's now, the fight, and though. Now, and then now I'm 30 and I'm still panicking or whatever. Yeah, and that's then, the fight. And now I have a daughter and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, man. So, How's that go time shit right Yeah, now? so yeah. now I'm like in grind mode. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I might have, I don't want to jinx it, so I don't want to say it, but uh, I might have some good news probably by the end of this month or nice. the beginning of the next month. Shit. Or whatever, uh, so I want to pray on that. It's gonna, um, it's gonna be bringing in a bigger bag, and if that happens, then um, I'm, I'm lit. And then I could re- like with the podcast shit, we gonna be lit because I can invest more and shit. So I'm looking forward to that, and um, that's really it. And I'm trying to just check off these goals. I have a certain amount of goals like I gotta hit before yeah. I actually do turn thirty in like four months. So. That's what I'm working on, bro. So, yeah, that's I'm like the, you know, it's so crazy. That's like the conundrum of age, especially like in your 20s, because folks will be like, well, you're getting older, but it's like, also, you're so young. Yeah. And, and it's like, I get it. Like, and folks be tweeting like, well, Jay-Z and them didn't hit yeah, they get to this like, point. Oh, I, I, hate, that shit. I hate when people say I hate that. that shit. But I'm like, I'm like, look, chief. I'm not Jay Z. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't got a reason to doubt in the like certain, certain rappers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but they were doing this, and then now they're 30 and they've been in the game for like yeah. seven years yeah. and shit. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, for a fact, he was on some shit. Was like, damn, I mean, like, I don't um, know now. Yesterday, shit. Yeah. yesterday I watched the whole Source Awards from the year 2000. It was yeah. on YouTube. And um, I think Dr. Dre and Ice Cube, they got like a Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. in the year 2000. Yeah, that's and insane. I'm, I'm like, yo, this is 20 years ago and they yeah. were getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. And For then like, I'm like, but they was in the game since the early 90s yeah. or whatever. And Ice Cube says something like, yo, don't don't think I'm old because I'm getting this award. I'm only 31. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. Like, wow. That's and crazy. that speaks to them because they were, I think... And it's since like 1819, yeah, NWA type, type stuff. Yeah, um, no, that's another thing too. Like, I didn't grow up enough because, like, I, I, I can't speak for y'all, obviously, because I wasn't around that time. And I'm a little younger than y'all, but I didn't grow up enough. We had 
I'm 16 years old. Chief Keith blowing up at 16. Yeah. You feel know I me? Mean? We got Joey Badass blowing up at like 15. You know? Yeah. We got a whole bunch of like these young ass niggas coming yeah. up and blowing up. And I, I, I'm in the same age as these guys. And I'm like, damn, y'all telling me I can, I got Jay Z and do this shit. He's dirty, my nigga. I got niggas out here doing yeah, this shit. That's the down, that's yeah, that's the downside to your generation. Yeah, that's like, shit that's I heard it. under. Like, it, and that's why, like, your generation's so. Effed up in the head because it's like so many things contribute to like the anxiety your generation has, just yeah. how y'all look at the world. Because just amongst every, amongst a lot of things, you guys look at your peers and see like, yo, your yeah. peers are like suddenly getting famous and got money or doing this, that, and third, and it's like flashed yeah. all across social yeah, media. I take, like yeah. social media really serious. Yeah. I learned. I don't know about you personally, but like you're at, like eight oh, yeah. or whatever from yeah. like twenty three yeah. to like twenty three like eighteen and under, to like twenty three four. Yeah, yeah. I take like social media like real serious. I'm yeah, like, yo, it's crazy. Yeah, man. This all of that too, and I, and I know for me personally, like these last couple weeks, I was just like in like reflective mode. Like, cause it wasn't even just about like looking back at the year. Like I look back at this year and it was like a really good year all across the board. So I was definitely proud of that, but it was like more so reflecting. And this one really like changed my thinking entering the new decade, you know, the 2020s. Cause I was like, damn, like I entered the 2010s as like a 16 year old young man and I'm leaving as a 26 year old. Well, I entered really, no, I, I entered, I entered the 2010s. Let me correct that as a 16 year old boy. Like, I'm leaving as a 26-year-old young man, and I'm thinking, like, 2020 is God willing if I'm still here. At the end of it, I'll be, like, a 36-year-old grown man. So, it's, like, looking at that, it's, like, that perspective of knowing, again, like, we've been talking about, like, yo, I gotta I gotta get things going even more now to the next level. That's because it's, like, another level now, like, and it's also just having, like, that heart-to-heart, like, will, like, 16-year-old me be proud of me right now? Like, knowing everything... <laughs> Like for real, let's be honest. Like that's crazy. That's, that's I, I was looking at. I was, I was gonna do like a recap of the decade because I seen people doing it, but then I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And I was just like looking at pictures from like 2010 up until now, mm-hmm. and I was like, did I change? Because everybody always say I look the same. And I'm like, no, nah, my features changed a little. Then I'm like, have I been doing better? And then I thought about it. And I'm like, I actually have been doing better since I was like 20 because I used to yeah. be like panicking and people always be like. Nah, but you're doing good. You're doing good. I'm like, nah, but I'm not where I want to be. But, like, I realized, I'm like, I actually am doing better. And I, like, matured a lot over these years. Oh, for sure. And um, that was, like, like big for me. I don't know. I like that. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I, I realized, I was like, yeah, I could be proud. I was like, I'm proud of myself. I was like, I'm, cha- I'm championing myself. Like, it, I, like I'm you, very excited. some flowers. Yeah, like, you know, you got to. You got to. So, you know, as I made my last diary entry of the, of the decade walking through New York City, it was everything I envisioned, too. I was happily talking to my audio diary walking through the streets. Folks thought I was on the phone. Nope, I was talking to my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we had the last... I forgot la- about that diary. Yep, we were going to find it when my son passed. Yep. Go AD, AD December 31st, 2019. <laughs> AD. I'm, walking, I'm, I'm walking down Broadway past 85th. But yeah, like I was saying, life. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, it was it was really good. And plus, my New Year's was brought in nicely. Uh my girl and I spent Christmas together, so she flew back home to Atlanta to be with family and friends for the New Year's. So, uh, yeah, she had a good time. So, for me, I was like, I went to, like, our favorite spot in the city, had a great dinner, 
that bar hopped a little bit, enjoyed myself, and then came back to White Plains just in time to see the ball drop, and then I took my ass home. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, again, Happy New Year to everybody. To start the show, the first one of the 2020s, who would have thought French Montana versus 50 Cent would be high on the bill? Well, it is. Um, I still don't know how this originated. Boy, you a dinosaur. Yep. Um, 50, <laughs> Cent buying, either, 50 Cent buying uh, what French accused him of. He bought the rights to 6ix9ine's life story. I think that's what he said. I think it's one of the... Yeah, that's what he said on the Instagram. He said something like... I thought he was saying you wrote, like... No, I, I, yeah, I, he, I, don't know, I don't know if he bought it, but I know, he, I know him and uh, I think... Uh, what's his name? Academics are about to do something. Yeah, about, about 6 9 Yeah. Because Complex is already doing something about 6 I mean, everybody about said that that could be a movie. I mean, like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm kind of, like, on French's side yeah. with this whole, like, mm-hmm. beef thing. Oh, uh, I'm French. Yeah, French is my dude forever. Yeah. But, uh... I don't get what that. That's not. That's not bad. Like he's fifty. He's gonna make a movie or some shit about it. Like everybody's saying, like, yo, this shit could be a movie. Like, I could be, could be. And everybody's gonna watch it anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think, I think French tried to flip it like that. And just to give more, he tried uh, to say a snitch, a snitch, snitches run with snitches. Like, yeah, because because this is like a throwback for like folks sixteen. Well, damn, seventeen <laughs> years ago, eighteen years ago, when Fifty and Ja were going at it. One of Ja Rule's biggest points against 50 was like, yo, bro, you're like a snitch. Because apparently after the whole little fight out of the studio where 50 was stabbed, they were saying paperwork was out there about 50, uh, what was it, Wills? Um, asking for like, what was it, protect the custody or something? Yeah. I guess the dude that stabbed him. I yeah. can't believe that was like 17, 18 years ago. But like, yeah, like that was what, I think that's kind of the thing that was like a mark on 50 in terms of like folks looking at him like, yo, like you allegedly snitch. Yeah. But I don't have much commentary on it because uh, it was just weird. And I just seen it on Instagram maybe it's a couple nights going. ago. And first y'all battling over cars. Then y'all battling over snitching. I don't know what's going on. But hey. I, it started because basically uh, French just got a new Bugatti. Yeah, I, he, I know about he, that. And he posted it or whatever. And 50 trolling. Posted something being in the hospital, like, oh, y'all making me sick. Da, da, da. I guess because French's car is like two years old. I think it's like 2018 or something. Yeah. And 50 got like the newest, like, Bugatti, basically. Mm-hmm. And was like trying to say, like, oh, you spending money on old shit, da, da, da. Wow. Then they like start finding out each other's like payment plans or whatever. <sighs> French is telling him, like, bro, you don't even buy these cars. You just, uh, you get them, you bring them home from the dealership, and you bring them right back. Um, you owe them money and stuff like that. Then Fifty's like, bro, you uh, you owe on this uh this 2018 Bugatti. You're gonna be paying it off to 2025. Like, like bro, they's going in like stick a French called him a dinosaur. So yeah. you wear you wear jean <laughs> shorts and shit like that. Like jean shorts is kind of crazy, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, you do be in a John Cena flow. Yeah, it, but it's like still going. Like I'm looking at shit. Like yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is the whole point of that? Uh, like I, I just didn't get it. I like, was like, now, now they're talking about now they're into streams. Cause it oh says, yeah, there was a thread that came French out. Montana got caught massively faking streams. Yeah, uh, yeah. 50, there was a thread. posted that. 
Yeah. How did he get caught faking streams? I don't know. French oh, because I know. French posted that on IGTV explaining, mm-hmm. but I, don't, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I watched this shit. I, yeah. I, I think I have an idea. If, if, if like the Chris Brown shit, I have Chris Brown be telling his fans to do that. Yeah, like, that, that type of shit. No, it wasn't I, even that. Like, sorry to cut y'all off. It was there was a thread that I saw. Let me find the thread. I'll, I'll multitask here. I was about to say if it's the putting an old song on the tape, like everybody's. Doing. Everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody. It wasn't, it wasn't even that. that. I'm thinking it, it was a shit where Chris Brown's like, oh yeah, if you want to stream my shit, just like play it on loop, whatever. Yeah. Go to sleep. I'm thinking it's that shit too, and I'm like. Hold up! In the, in the midst of all, in, in the midst of all of these World War Three jokes that I have um, <laughs> on my, in my bookmarks, let me see if I can find the thread. But yeah, because somebody was talking about how no, there's a particular record French that came out with. Yeah, I think it was the joint with Post Malone and Cardi that honestly has been flopping. So what folks have been saying was their accounts on Spotify and stuff were being hacked to the point where folks like, to where. It was being hacked, and that record kept being played from their account, even when they were logging out. And they, he was also doing well. Him or his label, well, both possibly, were also doing the same thing to get the algorithms and the numbers up for the YouTube to try to spike it up because that record had came out, it flopped massively, <laughs> and then suddenly it's like popping back up again. And folks were alleging. I gotta find the thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta find the thread. But somebody did that's put together. Label. That's all label right there. Yeah, but somebody okay. did put together like a pretty detailed thread. So that's what it came to the streams. And there was somebody in the comments saying. Uh, that's French is able to. He's not Atlantic either. Right? Yeah, I don't think he's Atlantic. You can check. But uh, I he, think also. Epic. Epic. Okay. Yeah. Somebody was also saying how in the comments and Fifty had a uh, reply back to them. Somebody was like, "Oh, French better pay back the two million that he owes Miss Debbie or something." And the fifty was like, oh, oh yeah, French, yeah. oh money, like out emoji. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I think Debbie because he because French wanted out of his contract with uh, Dev because everybody had left. Like she managed Nikki, even Waka. Was like, that Waka Flocka's uh, mom? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And they all left, like even Flocka. She was, and he was like the only person like still with her. Yeah. And he was like, it was nothing like personal, but like. I think he had just signed a new deal. I think that's when he first started like messing with Diddy. Yeah. And he kind of like wanted to change up his whole management thing. And he was like letting her know. And I think he got out the deal or whatever. Then I think like he said a year later or something, she like sued him for something. Yeah. So he's going to court for that. And he was like, it's not even no hard feelings. Like he still loved Deb, but he was like, he was like, shit just be funny. Like certain shit just be funny. Yeah. He's like, people just be funny. You can't really trust everybody, and he'd be. He was like, "You think shit is good, but it's not really good." They be in their feelings, and I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I don't know, man. That's all I got on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I, this whole situation is messy. Like, I don't. I can't even find a damn thread. I'm not fresh inside on this shit. I got way too many World War Three jokes. Yeah, me Free. too. Alright, alright, somebody tweet that. Alright, let me see if this is the article. French Montana has been accused of using hack Spotify accounts to boost his streams. Alright, let me no, see. Accuse Epic of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> accuse Epic. Alright, looks That's like. Move right there. Alright, hold up. Looks like a Twitter detective may have just called French Montana red handed. Twitter detective. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Back in September, French released what he thought would turn out to be a hit single and writing on the wall featuring Post Malone and Cardi B. However, it wasn't until very recently that the song has seen success on streaming services or more uh, specifically Spotify. Uh, Thanks to some deep digging by yada 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 yada, it's become clear that the cause for the spike in streams is fraudulent. Check out the thread. And then somebody was talking about how uh, 
The song was released on September 27, 2019, and it wasn't very popular despite having two popular rappers featured on it. It charted for five weeks and left the top 200 on Spotify, then re-entered three weeks later, and even reached a new peak on Spotify US today, and this is where it gets weird. Uh, apparently, the reason why it's charting again is because it's currently popular on TikTok. Then why is it only rising on Spotify? I mean, when you look at the picks, the difference between Spotify and Apple Music is astounding. Uh, currently, number 21 on Spotify, it rose up 27 spots, but on Apple Music, it was ranked 1,192 because it dropped 105 spots. And then the last point would be, yeah, in general, when it comes to, I guess, the global music, uh, the Spotify music and stuff, after it had originally peaked, it went weeks without being charted before it entered again. So that was the whole thing about the streams and stuff but either way i don't really have much to say y'all continue doing y'all thing y'all keep that to instagram and all that stuff and, and i'll holla at y'all when i holla at y'all <laughs> um, that's all i got but uh i just want to say this i yes. look it up because I, I just remember something um a couple labels got deals with spotify about certain shit Right. Mm. I, had a, I, I, had, I remember it's one of these labels. I know we said mm. this nigga signed an Epic, right? Yeah. Epic signed a Sony. Sony got a deal with Spotify. Mm, okay. So I'm not Detective AK. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, I, I, any of this shit that has to do with like numbers, streams, I don't particularly give that shit to the fucking artists. That's always to me, it's like that's a label move. They, yeah. they're the ones that really gotta make sure that they're the ones that gotta care about the numbers. Yeah. I mean, the artists do too, but like. It's on them, really. So I always feel that's like a label move right there. Anytime you're talking about fucking uh, brand new streams, you know, extra shit like that. But that's hey, what I said. What's a stream anyway? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is a stream anyway? A thousand still... plays only for like one cent or less than one cent. But yeah, y'all you know, artists is yeah. getting robbed out there for the streams. God bless y'all, though. Gotta be a union fan. Shout out. I know it's going to sound like a diss, but hey, shout out to all of y'all with y'all. Uh, Spotify and the year wrap up stats. Just keep building. French though. was really signed to Maybach Music. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I'm French been signed to God knows how many people. <laughs> <laughs> he's been tied up to how many people. He he was he's that's crazy. I was watching a state scheming video yesterday, yeah. and I was mm-hmm. like, French was Maybach, but I'm like maybe by affiliation. I think I think by affiliation and management. I remember like nigga uh when he did run Ross that what's it called again that press. That press release shit. We yeah. talking about signing Maybach O. Mm-hmm. I might not call that nigga Marion and Maybach O still. Yeah. When he signed, he signed Marion, I, I think French is one of the names. He's like, yeah, I signed French with like a new management deal. Da 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 da. Like he stole Bad Boy, but he was with Maybach. That type of shit. Yeah, for French is those yeah, weird times. French. Weird times. But uh, did you guys read the article I shared with you guys yesterday, I or at did. least to an extent? Yeah, I did. I read, too, I read it. I read it. Again. Yeah, even if it's just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I read it. Um, but some of them I wasn't like. I just skipped through. Yeah, I but like, I like skimmed through some of them. Yeah. I mean, plus I'm an old nigga. Not old. I'm a young nigga. So it's an old nigga. I'm a young nigga. Shit, so nigga. I'm, I'm an guys. old nigga, but some of these niggas I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Like Big L, like I fuck with Big L, but yes. like I don't, I never really like really checked for him. Like, no, I, I fuck with yeah. Big L. I'm, I'm not even the artist. It's the it's, it's the basketball. Oh, players. the basketball. Yeah, players. I'm like, who the, I'm looking at Lamb Bias. I'm like, I gotta be honest, man. I don't know yeah, that. that's oh, how y'all. Yeah, Cause I'm like, like damn. I'm like, I like for me, it was perfect. I'm like, I know all these yeah, players. You're like, you a sports nigga. <laughs> I was about to send this to my boy DJ because yeah. I know he would have been like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're on point. They're on yeah, point. Yeah, I was like. I'm telling you, like, the one that really made sense to me the most, honestly, was on um, the J Electronica video. Yeah, shit. you gonna know it's crazy. I looked at mm-hmm. that. I was like, yo, that one was perfect. That was perfect. It made look alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. To give some context to the, to the, uh, the listeners. So, 
uh, ASAP Rocky. No, I don't even think it was ASAP Rocky. Grant Hill, if you guys remember, Grant Hill played at the NBA in the yeah, '90s. Yeah. Was a really good player. That was a good. That was a good comparison. Injuries salvaged his career, but he managed to still play what was like a decade long career, Phoenix, et cetera, et cetera. But in the '90s, when he was healthy, he was like a mix between Jordan, Pippen, and with a little hint of LeBron. Like that's how good he was back in those Detroit days. Oh, yeah. And he was saving Feli. That tells you all you need to know. Oh, about the niggas were fucking with him. Yeah. Um, but the reason why Grant Hill was suddenly trending is because this eighth-month-old article from DJ Booth's website reappeared in which it said the 15 most disappointing legacies in rap in their NBA counterparts ranks. So pretty much comparing the 15 most disappointing rappers to their NBA counterparts who could be considered the same. Um, I'll give you all 15. So, number 15, Joel Santana is Sean Kemp. Number 14, Corrupt is Rasheed Wallace. Number 13, Cameron is Tracy McGrady. I'm okay with that. Number 12, Fabulous is Chris Webber. Number 11, Nicki Minaj is Dwight Howard. Number 10, uh, Big Pun is Larry Johnson. Shout out to LJ. Number 9, Mace is Penny Hardaway. Eight, Lauren Hill is Derek Rose. Seven, Cannabis is Derek Coleman. <laughs> uh, number six, Bill, uh, Snoop Dogg is Bill Walton. Uh, ASAP Rocky is Grant Hill. Uh, Lupe Fiasco is Vince Carter. The DOC is David Thompson. Jay Electronica is Greg Oden. And Big L is Len Bias. Now, of course, I'll be honest. Uh, at When I first read the headline and I was seeing other tweets... My pain was starting to be shaped because I'm like, oh, what is this? This sounds like a travesty. What is going on? <laughs> and, then, and then I actually read the article, and I have to give some credit to DJ Booth and, and really the person who wrote this. Let me see if I can get their name here. Uh, Brad. Brad Callis. If I mispronounce your last name, oh, well. Uh, but Brad, i got to give you credit. For the most part, this is a good article. Good article. Um, you definitely have your reasons. And... I would say these comparisons weren't necessarily the craziest, um, especially because of certain points. Like, and I think that's the whole thing too. Like, with whether it was like a Cameron to Jewels to Fabulous or, or or whoever else, I think because of the fact that we know they've been around for so long, we kind of may think like, oh, what you mean? Like, they're disappointing. Like, they've been yeah. around for 15, 20 years. But to Brad's credit, when you think about the highs that these guys had and the fact that it was like, damn, that was like your only high, or maybe you didn't really have a high, but you just been around for so long, that's when it goes, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I personally wouldn't have used the word disappointing because there's nothing disappointing about being relevant and being able to have a career for 15 or 20 yeah, years. Yeah. I wouldn't have used the word Disappointing. That's just I mean, my I, honest I, opinion. I, I, I agree with you. I just want to say, for a couple of them niggas there, we got to be honest. Some of them is disappointing. I mean, at least for one. I don't want to say their names. Well, well they, 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 fucking, you might as well. I'm thinking cannabis, for one. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? They, for that's sure. Yeah. For sure. Electronica, that's definitely disappointing. Absolutely. Right? So, like, I, I think the thing is, when we use the word disappointing, you, always, you automatically think it's like a negative... Negative connotation. connotation. Yeah, but I but think... The only thing I didn't agree with was... Uh, no, I, I agree with Maze being Penny Hardaway, but then Facts. when it says like top five MC of his era, then it goes top twenty five MC ever. I don't think Maze is like 
top twenty five ever. Well, he was talking about the ceiling, like what Mace could have been. Oh, that's okay, what. Okay. That's what he was that, putting those it parts under. Was like confusing yeah. me. I'm yeah, the go. ceiling is talking about what they could have yeah. been. Like okay. same oh. thing with like Penny Hardaway, like top five point guard ever. I mean, if he would have stayed oh, okay. healthy, now, now I'm, okay, if he would have stayed healthy, the ceiling, he could have been yeah, top thirty like, player. Yeah, Penny definitely could have been a top five point guard ever. Like, okay, yeah, because you want to know it's crazy when you first sent the article. I didn't even realize it said disappointing. Yeah. I just went scrolling. I saw it was comparisons, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is lit!" And I just was like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even peep at the top. It said disappointing. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's... No, I think for me, the one I hated the most, I think, was the the Lupe Vince Carter comparison. In yeah, the sense that they were like, "Oh, um, Lupe didn't simply." Did, I'm quoting here like Vince Lupe Fiasco simply didn't want to be great, which obviously I think is bullshit. Yeah. The Lupe situation, it was more. Behind the scenes and label, Facts, and yeah, label yeah. shit, like Facts. if it wasn't for all that stuff, and then I think he he got blacklisted because he said that uh that Obama shit. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for all that shit, I think we have a completely different situation with Lupe. So I think that that Vince Carter comparison was kind of the one where I was like, I, and I felt that was disrespectful to Vince. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm like no disrespect Vince. I'm hey, like companies are wanted to be great. Yeah, like you know Vince, what I mean? Vince was great and he played. In technically four decades now, like I mean, he played pretty well for like even yeah, even like Vince's career is solidified. Like, yeah. there's nothing yeah. disappointing about Vince about to be Both. a Vince Carter player. Like, yeah, there's nothing disappointing about that at all. Like, he has his legacy already. He has like so. This is one of those things that's just like you know what, you kind of probably pick up somebody better for this one. I don't think Lupe is like I would never, I would never consider Lupe a disappointing uh, like rapper. And even when he saw like his his ceiling, mm-hmm. like top twenty MC ever. I know a lot of niggas that would argue that he is top twenty ever. Yeah, a lot of dudes would go strictly argue, off the that. ability. A lot like, of folks, off, the, off the pen alone. Off the pen alone. Off the like, pen alone, they would go say that. So it was like, eh. the most accurate one to me was really the Jay Electronica one, right? Jay Electronica. Yeah. I thought Lauren Hill being D Rose was a really good one in terms of just like that magnificent force at like the beginning of like yeah. one's career. And then like, the one I'm, I'm fighting though. Cause it, it it it's rubbing me the wrong way, even though I could understand where he was coming from. Was the Nicki Minaj yeah, being like, yeah, wow. that's, that's what crazy. I was waiting because that, that's what I'm yeah. on. I was, I, I, was yeah. I was like, yo, I had to read. Like I what, I seen it and then I was like, wait, let me go back. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I seen that shit. I was like, I was I wasn't I was fighting that because it was like. I was like, nah. I was like, I don't know. Like, I could see. Because here's the thing about Nikki, and that's kind of the thing about Nikki that, like, puts her legacy in a little bit of jeopardy. Don't kill me, Barbs. But, like, it's the fact that she came on so hot, but it's also a matter of did what she did after that, was that mainly carried because of what she did at the beginning? Or. We really looking at what she did after that and saying, oh, she really was building and doing what she was doing after. And that's why I can see why he go, oh, she's Dwight Howard. Because Dwight Howard was like in the same boat. Like, Dwight Howard been in the league now for like goddamn 15 to 16 years. The first half of his career, or right. incredible. Like, he was a legitimate NBA superstar, took the magic to the finals. He was all of that. And then you look at what happened at the, at, after his career where he wasn't at the same level. So I was kind of fighting next. I'm like, he got those gay allegations. Yeah, he had a bunch Nikki, of stuff. Uh, Nikki injuries. Nikki being on drugs, they saying. Yeah, like so it's kind of like, damn. Like, do we really? And plus, also look at his like, the ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. He's absolutely right when it came to Dwight, top five center ever. He, that's what he could have been. 
But Nikki Sailing was never going to be the best MC of her era. I mean, she's not best female MC, yeah. But it, he didn't put best oh, female man. MC. He said best, best MC of her era. What's her, her era? Was like 2010 to what? Like, uh, now? Yeah, let's say that. Let's keep it on it. Yeah, like yeah. really, this yeah, last decade was her era. It was her era, yeah. I'm like, I can't say best MC ever, but I'll say like top. But that's what I'm saying. He didn't say top ever? ten. Yeah, he yeah. said best MC of her era, like, cause he he included the he included the part about Monster. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you know, after witnessing the rookie rapstress run circles around hip hop's goat, the the then best rapper alive and a top five MC with her scene stealing verse on Monster, the ceiling on Nicki's potential was completely removed. Everything was on the table. All right, now he put best female MC ever. But best that's rapper that's alive, that's top that's ten that's MC that's dead that's or alive. No, keep it hundred. I was, I will. Uh, no, I was. Was that was, ever her ceiling? Nah. I, I would say I, I think her. But ceiling, she, she's gum. Like I, I won't get. I say she's gum nice, but yeah. Oh, nah. nah I, I'm gonna keep it hundred. Best I, rapper alive. Nah, best rapper alive now. There, there's Wayne. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the best rapper alive now. But if you be talking about top ten MC dead or alive, I honestly felt at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had that belief in her, honestly. But and even then, nice. and even then, nice. that's gonna be a fight if yeah. we had to put down like if you said I. No, no, I think what her problem was was I think the shit she did like so like okay this is her first album all right decent good good they do right then is when she came after that shit with the bullshit starships. And then now you add Starship, then you have yeah. her like you that, and that's that and was like her antics in between that was, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what, her up. Yeah, and that's what kind of made me fall back off of her because you know like I'm I'm young money to the death of me. So yeah. um, I was all like I was rocking with Nikki heavy, but then when she started doing all like like Starships or whatever, like I got it, but I was just like, yeah, I'm good off of this. Um, though. Yeah. Like that, like y'all could have this. Like I wasn't she, even listening no more. Man. But because like, she did old D with Starships, like that was different. But, you know what I mean? Did she hit it? She's yeah, dumb yeah. nice though. Like I'm yeah. not gonna front. I was I, I actually watched her uh yesterday I was watching like performances, live performances. Yo, Drake is really like that nigga when he performs. Sorry about that. But um I was watching uh Nikki's uh summer jam yeah, when Drake came out and that, yeah. <laughs> And like I was just like and she was doing mad like yeah. like songs before yeah. they even came out, and I was just like, "Yo, she's body in these mm-hmm. joints. Like she was, she got bars." No lie, I think she's one of those people that like later on, like I think I'm not comparing her to Fat Joe, but I'm saying like how Fat Joe, this nigga got like a hit in every fucking. He, he legitimately, Fat Joe legitimately got like at least one hit. And he's every decade? year, yeah, facts. He's been out. You feel yeah, me? better, yeah, yeah. Like, Nikki's one of them. I see Nikki being one of those people that can dead just tore off her old joints. You know what I mean? For like, sure. And she, she'll be straight. I always think she'll be straight. Like she's already solidified herself in hip hop. Honestly, I do think I don't. She's that hasn't reached the ceiling potential, which is like top ten that were that are alive. But yeah. I think you can make a case where like she's top thirty, top fifty. You know, if you want to do some shit. Like yeah, that. I yeah. think you can, you can the make a case ceiling. For that. It's the same thing too. With really before we wrap up and, and talk about the baby. Um, the same thing about Grant of uh, ASAP Rocky being Grant Hill, like, because again, he said Rocky ceiling best MC nah. of his era, top twenty five MC era. Grant, MC Grant Hill ceiling, and that's the thing too. Like, bro, if your player ceilings are gonna be right, your rapper ceilings have to be right. right. Grant Hill ceiling was top five small forward ever, top twenty player ever. That is a fact. fact. But Rocky was never meant to be best MC. 
Like, do you know who came out in this era as well, bro? Like, what do you mean? Because he came out during the block era, so there's a lot of niggas that came out around that time. Yeah, like... Unless he wasn't the best MC of his era, nah. Yeah, because yeah. what was it? Because what I he said? The Grand Hill one was the one that's like, eh. I feel there's somebody else other than Grand Hill, but I think the main reason why this even popped up in the first place again is all because of what, uh, what Joe said. His, with, uh, with the fashion and joint and stuff. Yeah, like he's a hip hop icon, but not like a hip hop music star. Yeah. And I get it. He's an icon in hip hop. Yes, yeah, but like he's music. a cultural figure. He's a cultural figure. Yeah, the ASAP Collective is a cultural figure. Yeah, but um, but he Joe was wrong about the whole album being overlooked because people wasn't that's, checking. Like that album was overlooked because it dead ass got caught in the, in the Drake pusher. Yeah, like yeah, that literally was a fact. Was a fact. It was a fact. But, but um, even that they hear it too, at the same time also didn't like it. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a little bit of both. In True, yeah. but it's it's still a matter of like folks were checking or were attending the check, and then this mega beef came <laughs> up. And like, yeah, everybody got distracted. Yeah, like we'll get back to it if we could. Right, but uh, right. this paragraph about ASAP though is exactly why I wasn't rolling with it. Granted, ASAP Rocky doesn't have a legitimate excuse for failing to live up to his potential. This is after he talks about Grant Hill, obviously with the injuries. But Rocky, like Hill, was the full package. <laughs> While Drake was the sensitive rapper and Kendrick tapped into the lyrical niche, Rocky touched both sides and operated as the medium. If anything, he was poised to be the Jay-Z of his era. A rapper... Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. A rapper with commercial potential and technical sensibilities. When was this ever supposed to occur? I don't know. No, no, I, I did not no, see Jay Z no. when I heard "I be that pretty hey, mother." No, I'm about to say that. Jay was what I'm no, like. I not, never it heard. It was never Jay Z. It was never Jay. It was never. And Jay. Then I don't even get the whole like being in the middle because I don't see him making like. He made girl songs, but no. He made girl songs. He didn't make girl songs. Yeah, I felt like Except was just in his own way. What he said yeah. was disrespectful to Drake and Kendrick. <laughs> like when Rocky came out Like Drake wasn't full time sensitive And Kendrick wasn't full time lyrical Both of them dudes were crossovering yeah. Constantly By that time Cause when, I, what, I, I gotta think about it Aside when, when Rocky came out I'm trying to think there was, Yo Kendrick did not have a lot of life no, of course, like, he didn't have the radio yeah, now, yeah. but, but he, but, like, Kendrick, like, even on, like, a good kid, Mad City, he had, like, a variety of records within that lane, like, I, I remember Swimming it. Pools, I remember Poetic Justice, I remember, uh, I don't know if ADHD counts as a girl or something, uh, what was that record, All I My Life, I Want Money and Power, Respect, oh, Back 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 yeah, like, he had, like, mad records, like, that, to me, diversified good kid, Mad City, so I didn't look at him as just being the lyrical dude, just like, and because when when did Rocky come out? What we say what? 2012? No, 2011? 2010, 2011. 2010, 2011? Yeah, yeah. Like, even if we're, even if we go in 2010, 2011, like, all right. I go, there, I go 11, 12. Yeah, 11, 12. And then, yeah, Kendrick had Good Kid, Mad City, so I wasn't rolling with this ASAP joint at all. I don't know, man. I, I, I gotta, at least, I think this is, this is one of those things with like a generation thing. Mostly. Yeah. Gianni, was ASAP Rocky ever supposed to be the medium between Drake and Kendrick, or was he ever supposed to be the Jay-Z of his era? Yeah, that's what I said. ASAP just had his own yeah, lane. I think, yeah. like, think like he was just like trying was to Was he ever the full lane. package? <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no. I don't know. I, I, I would say this. He I don't. Had a lane. He had a lane. Yeah, he was. He definitely wasn't like the Jay Z. 
type nigga. They got that wrong with that one. But I will say, like, when he came out, the lane and the movement that he started was on some different shit. I will say that. And I will say that I think, like, nigga, he had the song for the woman. He obviously is true. He had songs for niggas. But the way he did it, he didn't do how Drake did it. Or Drake, yeah. back then, it was on some, like, oh, I'm giving you the brand new, the best I ever had. Like, the R&B shit. Yeah. Rocky was still doing it, like, like how... Kind of like Cam rapping, uh, Hey Ma type shit. Yeah. It was like that for the females. It wasn't awesome. Yeah, though, let me sing to you, like, type shit. It was never like that. Yeah. And even when it comes to, like, they should have compared him rock- to Cameron and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, nigga was never, like, on some crazy lyrical shit either. But you know, he can spit. And speaking but, of Cameron, yeah. before we move, uh, as we move on, I don't think Cameron's a disappointment either. I don't know, but yeah, that's, that's another one. That's another one. I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's a disappointment at all. But hey, that's that's neither here. I didn't have a good comparison. But I don't think he's yeah, like, at all. like again, T Max's career to me is not a disappointment. Like, he's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, T exactly. Max Prime is still remembered vividly by a lot of people. Exactly. But again, that's neither here or there. Um, quick point: uh, the baby uh, has been running into some legal trouble as of late. Um, the latest was, I uh, think. A couple nights ago, when he was not a couple nights ago, yesterday he was arrested in Miami on a battery charge. It started Thursday night because apparently uh, the baby and his crew was arguing with a music promoter. The promoter supposed to pay him thirty thousand for a performance at his uh, uh, venue, eighty thousand. Yeah, but he's supposed to only pay them like I think twenty thousand. Yeah, he's supposed to pay him like a certain amount of money before. And after, they only paid him like twenty, thirty thousand. Oh, I got it. I got it right. The man told the police, I guess to the uh, the promoter, told the police he gave uh, the baby, uh, real name Jonathan Kirk, gave Kirk thirty thousand. But when the rapper counted it, he claimed it was ten thousand short. So he was supposed to get forty thousand. And uh, after the money and the demand, allegedly, Kirk punched a man who was with the music promoter. The promoter told police he fled to his hotel room out of fear for his safety. The man who was punched told investigators that one of the men with Kirk took his cell phone, a bank card, and eighty dollars in cash. So uh, a further point was that apparently the dude got apple juice or whatever thrown on him. True story. I was that was a part of the article as well. But besides being arrested in Miami, he he uh, it came out that the baby also had a warrant for him in Texas. So I think he's going to be ex, uh, expedited to Texas. And the baby recently had that uh that recent detain in North Carolina and in North Carolina and Charlotte. Yeah. So this is in general just talking about the baby's uh latest strings of run-ins with with uh the authorities and, and all I have to say with this being a quick topic, uh, is just it it's a very troubling time for rappers when they get to that point of fame. Like when you just starting to get big and you're at the point where just because you're getting big it's not like automatically all the money comes to you you get to switch it up you gotta do these club runs and get the 30 to 40 thousand you gotta tour you gotta hit the road you gotta just add a third and it's often during those times where rappers do get caught up whether it's their fault or not it's that's when you suddenly start seeing like yo this guy ran into uh uh the law or this is when he gets in a fight with so-and-so because of all of these opportunities for you to be in these shady environments because you got to get the 30 40 50 thousand like you're not at a point where the drake kenny's and coles could literally go on a tour and make half a million for a show and off of that tour run could just chill for the next year or two because they got the tour money and they got the business money mm-hmm. things like that happen so uh it wasn't a surprise to me to see that because that literally was my first thought it was like yo these dudes go into these 
these positions where they got to run into the shady promoters that are leaving them ten to fifteen thousand short, and these guys so coming from where they come, promoters. yeah, <laughs> and poor passes to wills when they come from where they come from. It ain't just gonna be oh okay I'll take my thirty thousand oh, and move on oh yeah. hey this is still majority of the money it's like nah bro like yeah like I I feel like um he he just he just he like the baby you could tell by his personality he don't want to feel disrespected mm-hmm. and at that point like anybody like from the hood or anybody like you're gonna feel like you disrespecting me you think I'm stupid like that's how like I see like where he was coming from or whatever so it's like you give me thirty thousand like you short. I'm sure you short ten thousand, so I'm like, yo, bro, like, where's my mm-hmm. bread? Like, you're not about to, you're not about to play me. I just did you a favor, and I know I probably made you more than whatever you giving me or whatever yes, for that right. club or whatever. People buying bottles or whatever. The baby coming through, like, come on, give me my money. So I know where he's coming from. It's just he gotta like realize the position he's in now or whatever. Like, bro, like you can't be doing that. You should have. Like, if you're going to do that, like, this how, like, for example, like, if me and my niggas, we on and we moving or whatever, like, and say somebody do that to Johnny or Tay or whatever, Johnny or Tay is not going to go press the perth, the promoter, da, da, da. Yeah. going to have people that, like, don't know, like, our boys or whatever, somebody yeah. like, yo, you go handle that. Or security, like, yo, go press this guy, get, like, find out where my money is or whatever, because I can't afford to get in trouble right now yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Even even if somebody else takes that fall, like now you're still make you're still on the road, you're still making money, like the mm-hmm. money's still coming. Yeah. You're gonna be handled. Like I'm gonna bail you out, da da da. Like that's how the, yeah, like they like and then it's like the baby he should know to move like that. Like th- that's why I'm kinda surprised because it's like I fucks with him and I know like he's a smart dude, so I was just yeah. kinda surprised that he was involved and it's like bro and then like you see you got that big ass security guard that you always be with like let that nigga hand like let yeah, somebody yeah. else handle it like you rolling with niggas that people don't know so it's just like you they could go beat the the, pe- the guy that got beat up what he gonna say oh it was the baby's da 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 it was yeah. the baby's da 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 it won't it won't be that big in the media like mm-hmm. nobody's really gonna care about it because it's like oh the baby's entourage or da 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 people gonna be like oh how we even know that's really the baby's people like yeah I don't know. That's how I feel. He should have just moved smart about it. I was just kind of upset that he was the one, like, a part of it. That that was him, like, with the hoodie on, like, yeah. like beat, like, standing over him, like, right Yeah, there, right? it's a video. I'm looking at Yeah, so right I was now. like, bro, come on, man. Like, and then I understand you want to, like, keep, like, keep your street credit or whatever. Because, all right, like, he's known for what? The shit in Walmart. He's known for knocking out the other dude or whatever. Yeah, so the now, mall, yeah. So now it's, it's, he feels like, um, like... Now you're going to disrespect me. Nah, I'm not going out like that. Like, I, I'm known for, like, handling mine and da da and getting away with it. So, but this this situation was just kind of, like, kind of stupid. Yeah. yeah. I just hope my dude is okay. Right? Yeah, same. That's crazy. Because keep in mind, I hope the baby's good, too. Because, you know, the, the way I see this shit, like, that's like all of you guys. Um, Clearly, like, he shouldn't have been involved in this shit. I think even even the article we read said, like, it was one of his people that actually took the money from that nigga in the first place. Yeah, that took the $80. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, out of that alone, now that they're putting on the babies, so I don't I don't really think the baby's going to be in too much trouble for this, you know? Yeah. Um, that's one. Two, he always has good, great lawyers that they help yeah. him out. That's one. He, he knows his rights. He's smart. He's a smart man, like Will says. So, you know, I ain't too worried about him. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like, you know, again, like Will said, like, he's not, he's not in a new position. Mm-hmm. Um... He's getting bigger now. He's getting more famous. So I think, mm-hmm. I, at this point, I think a lot of niggas would probably try to do some shit like this. 
just to get a reaction out of him. Yeah. So they can lead into something like this. Yeah, and then they they can sue him, stop his bag or whatever. Like, because how you saying, like, he got to be on the road getting his money. I see it as 2020 was probably going to be, like, probably his last year or whatever, really doing shows like that. Like, how he's moving, the way he's moving. I felt like by the end of 2020, he was going to, like, chill out or whatever. Then 2021, he'll be one of them dudes, like, he could just do a tour, chill. His business is going to be right or whatever. So, it's just stopping his bag right now, and I mm-hmm. like it, it was it's kind of messed yeah, up. Yeah, young rappers, man, uh, upcoming rappers, really. Just when you get to that point where you get in the bag and you are getting a lot of money, you are doing this, that, and the third. Just remember what's the bigger objective Every, like, here. But you said a lot of people go through it, like the Migos went through it, like mm-hmm. Offset wilding, doing the hurt, that, yeah. that punch off the stage. Everybody used to wild out, but once you start really realizing, like. Oh yeah, I'm. Re- I gotta get this money or whatever, yeah. and it's bigger than that. Then you realize, like, like a lot of people, like been through this. They all have like chilled out. Like mm-hmm. you could yeah. name at least ten people that has been in trouble on the road just because of promoters or fans or anybody like just messing with them just to do some shit or just to sue them. Like it's, yeah, it's you know, and he's gonna be alright though. I, I think so. Yeah. I think he he not. I, I don't even think he's gonna like. Even do jail do time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I wasn't even like really too pressed about it because yeah. I was like, he's a smart dude. He he got he got good lawyers. He always knows what to say. He knows how to say. Speak. It. So yeah. it's not like he's one of these ignorant dumb niggas out here like popping pills, sounding retarded. <laughs> Putting that shit like, up on IG. Yeah, like, yeah, like, man, this nigga just fucked this guy up right here, man. Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, they probably gonna look at his history like, oh, the, the Walmart shit, the the, uh, the guy in the Louis store. Yeah. But it's just like, like all, all of that, that was self defense. defense yeah. You know? It's just like He's this is that. the only time he like probably initiated, but he got disrespected. Yeah, like that's ten thousand dollars. Like the law, that's your principle. The judge, every you gotta understand, bro. That's ten thousand dollars. It's not five dollars. It's not. A hundred dollars, bro. Ten thousand dollars. That I work for. Type yeah, shit. like I came and did you a favor, bro. Yeah, so, but, hey, just keep your head up, bro, and continue to learn from it. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, especially with this next topic, uh, rap radar, man, y'all, y'all really leading the way for real for for what we all trying to do in this hip hop media thing because forget just with the just the Drake interview that they did that came out on Christmas and that was that came out at the best time because I remember. My girl and I were going to a good friend of mine's house to spend like Christmas Eve, uh, Eve with them. Uh, well, Christmas night with them after we had like seen family and stuff. And she was getting ready. And I remember I'm like laying, laying down just on my phone checking. And I seen like the little logo with Rap Radar and, and, and an owl on it. So I'm like, this is interesting. So I like see like the little trailer. I'm thinking like, oh, this is like a trailer for like a Drake interview they got coming out. I'm like, oh, that's a lit salute. And then I seen a link. I'm like, oh, it's snap, out. it's out. And I'm like, girl, you can take as long as you want. I'm going <laughs> to sit here and watch this interview. I felt just like all the dudes who in my old neighborhood would be like, oh, word. Like, oh, this this battle came out. This interview about to come out. Let me hurry home so I can roll up. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so I can indulge in this. I'm like, hold up. For me, the version of that was, hold on, let me get something to drink real quick. <laughs> let me get a snack so I can indulge in it. But uh, but yeah, I just gotta say the the, the Drake rap radar interview was truly a, a masterclass in terms of like that's how you do an interview with a artist of that magnitude. And and I know some folks was like, oh man, you know Joe Budden podcast, Drink Champs, this that and the third. Do I think Drake would have had a good interview with them? Do I think they would have did a good job? Absolutely. But 
Rap Radar did a, excuse me, did a great job. They did a great job, and they were the best guys to do that interview for. Point blank, period. Like, because it wasn't even just a matter for past AK about like, yo, oh, they asking softball questions or whatever, or making Drake feel bigger than what he is. It's a matter of knowing the the, the magnitude of this moment. Drake rarely does interviews. Drake rarely says anything in general outside of the music. And even then, he'll only go so far in the music when he when he's talking about stuff. Yeah. So when you have that type of interview, for as much as I love the Joe Budden podcast and, and I respect Drink Champs and I respect, you know, these other platforms out there, even if I don't check them out, the, the no jumpers, the everyday struggles, and et cetera, and et cetera, you gotta understand for a Drake artist like Drake, you gotta let him speak. You gotta let him say what he has to say because you may not hear him say it again yeah and you got to understand that art between like yeah i'm gonna ask great questions i'm gonna learn when to challenge him here i'm gonna learn when to uh make him uh, provoke his thought and really expand and do things more and i just felt like again that that interview was a master class in how to do it and there is no other platform other than us honestly that would have did a better interview than rap radar i ain't gonna hold y'all he said better than us. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rat Radar and us, would uh, they have the best Drake interview now, and we're going to have the best Drake interview after them. Like, right. everybody big else. Facts, big facts. Everybody else, y'all just going to be good. You manifest. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, AK, what were your um, thoughts on the interview after I seeing think, it and seeing you know, it blow up online? My thoughts are pretty much this. Um, at first, I, I was thinking, like, you know, okay, Rat Radar. And I'm not, I got, I, again, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, like, the biggest. Fan of Rap Radar, I do like their interviews, you know. Um, I think what Arden said, like, they're the best at letting the artists kind of, like, talk. Like, they were asking yeah. the right questions, kind of, and then they let the artists talk, and then, you know, they interact with them when they need to, but you know what I mean? They they really let the artists talk if they thought so and all that shit, right? So, I think with this Drake interview, Drake, Arden said he's one of the artists that you really just have to do that for, because they might not say it again, and I think with me... I was actually pretty impressed because they asked questions that I wanted to hear. And honestly, when people say, oh, maybe like a Joe Budden or a Jim Chance, unless Joe Budden is doing it on like his um pull up. Yeah, his pull up shit. If he's doing it on the on the JBP, um, I think my issue with that one is Joe Budden on the pull up is, is gonna be more, more yeah. I, more I feel like the, yeah. the the podcast, I feel like it would be uh I don't, cause I don't, I like the podcast, but I feel like it kind of be a little like dick riding-ish. I was thinking, I was thinking, I feel like Joe would still do his thing. No, I, I was personally yeah. feeling it would just be too many jokes. Yeah, that's, 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 too, that's, that's too what I meant. Like, 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 it would yeah. be like, not dick riding, but that's what I meant. Like it would be like too many jokes or whatever. Yeah. It would get like, Get off topic, like yeah, because yeah. Um, Same thing with drink chance as well. After, yeah, exactly. that too, because they they drinking and drunk. They just yeah, it's it too many jokes. And Nori, Nori does a good job. But like, for example, I went after the drink joint. I went and watched uh, the Joe Budden podcast when they had Push on it, but just yeah. the segment when they talked about Drake mm-hmm. or whatever, and just like that was just like a good twenty minutes. But it kind of was like jumping, like it, it, like they like they would bring something up, then it would yeah. go like left yeah. and then they would go back to it or whatever so yeah. it was just like with drake you probably like with rap radar like you said they let them speak so mm-hmm. like with, yeah and it had a good flow to where it if you're talking yeah. about someone's career 
you actually talk about the career. Yeah. And when it came to talk about confrontations, it's like, oh, you spoke about confrontation. The one thing I would say that our interview would, would touch on and why I feel like our interview would be just as good as Rob Raiders, if not better, is because I, I feel like our interview, especially with me asking, asking the question, it would be about, I would act straight, straight up, like, let us know your psyche when you're in that competitive mode for when you got to go back and forth with somebody. Because I don't think one interview has touched on that yet. Like, you you guys have touched on the beefs, and we've learned more about, all right, yeah, this is how back-to-back came about. Okay, this is how I felt with Kanye Pusha did this. This is how I felt when I knew Pusha got me, so I decided to bow out. Like, yeah. those are great antidotes. But nobody has asked, bro, when you realize that you're now in a battle, what happens to you mentally? What is that switch? What happens with the team? Like, how does that come about? Like, that's something that I would want to ask him and, and him break down. Because I feel like that would even open up another side to what we feel like is Drake the competitor in rap. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he would more so, like, when you if you was to ask, I feel like he'll bring up battle rap. Yeah, I know, like he studies battle rap or whatever, oh, no, and from watching from watching Tory Lanez on Drink Champs, the way he was explaining like how Canada like just absorbs everything like from this side, like there's mm-hmm. like yo, we study everything. Like he was like, why you think I was like ready to battle anybody? Like, cause we like really study battle rap, and he was like, when me and Drake got cool, we would talk about like stuff like that, like how we just absorb. So I feel like if he was asked, he'll probably say something like. Yo, bro, I, I like I, I really studied battle rap, but I think he said it like yeah, he's, 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 yeah, but, I, but yeah. I think he will get more into it because yeah. the way you ask, I think he would like get yeah, more into it. I just, would want to know too. Yeah, just like what, like all right, like when you knew that push this push thing was for real, what like just happened right away. Yeah. When like you realize Meek was for real, yeah, what I, happened right yeah. away? I think like the closest he even got to it. Fuck like, these niggas, man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> these niggas, bro. Fuck <laughs> it. Yo, Baka. <laughs> oh, I was just enjoying a glass of wine. <laughs> but they know I'm an outlaw, dog. They pre, man. <laughs> but I, I think the closest he got to it. 40 like, open the like, studio, man. Um, it's time. Bro, open that shit up. But like, he was like, um. That anytime, like when he heard it the first time, I think he was talking about Meek in particular. He's like, "Yo, like, like, is this serious?" He was yeah, saying yeah, on some shit like, like, "Yo, is this for real?" Yeah, he's like, yeah. he didn't know if it was on some shit where it's like, "Ah, right, nigga's getting his emotions out," or if he's like, "Nah, he been waiting for this shit in the tub." Yeah. So I think from that alone, I, what I was able to get from him was like, okay, he's a conscious, like he's he's looking at every angle. Like, okay, yeah. like, is it just emotional? If it's emotional, it's like, oh, but like if it's emotional, but he's like, he really he probably been paying this off for a minute. So I thought it was a little bit of like paranoia, yeah. like too. Because I think he said like he said something like I don't know like if men's like be having like diss tracks tucked like waiting yeah, for waiting this for it. Yeah. So like, he just was like I was just like on go like, oh, yeah. like yeah. he was like how else can I show you besides like I'm not gonna go tweet or anything yeah. like yeah. I'm gonna give Charged you charged up what's the jab and then. I ain't gonna lie, that's such a flex to be like, yo, Serena Williams is with you in the studio. Yo, that was so hard to. Yeah, be. <laughs> yo, that's a flex. She was like, she was like, she was like, he was like, she was like, uh. If you do this, you have to finish him. Yeah, you have to uh you have to make sure that he has to hear this like everywhere. probably looked at like he looked at LeBron. Yeah, you right, you're right, you're right. I'm gonna do this. You right, you I, I got you. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I got you. You're right. You're right. You're Six right. things. That's crazy. Did I feel you? No, it's crazy, man. 
Yeah, but you know what's funny? But you know what's funny, bro? I think another people, like another person. If anybody, <laughs> hey, this nigga. If anybody know. If anybody know. But nah, I think I know. I, know. <laughs> I think another person though that can actually like do the interview aside from us, Rat Radar. I think we have to be Charlotte. I feel sure, even though Charlotte yeah. might hate Drake, I feel. Nah, let me not say hate Drake because he hates another person. He's been a great, but he's, he's been, been, been better. He's yeah, been he's better about it recent yeah. years. But I think he's more one of the more how I put it like. Out of everybody, I feel he's the one that probably get the best. I mean, outside from us, obviously, probably get one of the, the best Drake interviews out because one, like he's not biased. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not biased. He's able to tell you like what it is. He's yeah. not a he's not a Drake a thousand times before too. Yeah. So I think for me, I think just seeing the like you know somebody like Drake and Charlamagne together, they, if you know the history behind them, you know yeah. how they feel about each other, you know yeah. that they, yeah. they have. Because then I, like yeah. with Charlamagne, I know Charlamagne would get more into like I want to hear more like like that interview with Rap Radar. He talked about Wayne a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I like. But I, I want to hear like more like about and I feel like Charlamagne would ask. Like, more on. about the whole, like, yeah. Wayne and Birdman situation. Yeah. I know Drake didn't really want to touch on it, yeah. but I feel like he would ask a question, like, yeah. like where were you, like, how would like, you feel in that situation yeah. or whatever, and, like, who would you really, like, he was like, who would you run it? Like, I feel yeah. like he'll ask, like, who would you riding with? Yeah. yeah. Even though he's probably going to say both, but yeah. we don't know. We, 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 we don't know. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. I think another thing with Charlamagne, too, is that, like, I think we we'll probably get into what, like, an article was talking about, too, with the sense that, like, yeah, he's gonna get that uh, mental, health, emotional aspect yeah. a lot out of you more than I think an interview with uh, Elliot and B. Like can. And no, no, this is with Elliot and B. Yeah. I think what they did for this is it's honestly been one of the best Drake interviews I've seen in a long time. And even though your interview life is one of the best I've seen in a long that time. Journey, that journey is an Avengers movie long. It's, it's a, yeah. yeah, but like he got him talking. It, yeah. Yo, it was really shit that they talked about on that interview that I never thought he would bring up. Yeah. yeah that, that's how I've known how Elliot yeah. and Vila is. That's like, yeah. I, 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 I didn't like, expect, like, he, like, even, I mean, Drake kind of got nervous when they asked. You could tell, because um, I watched the interview like three times so far. Mm-hmm. Um, when they asked about like his label situation, like he kind of yeah, didn't yeah. want to yeah. say what he was, like he stuttered, he stuttered or whatever, yeah. but he he said it or whatever. So I was like, oh, they really asking like yeah. like everything, and like, that's like, what you gotta do. And that's why I started before I get this back to AK, and that's why I'm saying like before giving back to AK as as we go on to our final topic, why the rap radar interview was the best interview for Drake because. Those guys knew how to ask a bunch of questions that not only we wanted to know, yeah, but we needed to know, yeah. And and you give Drake the opportunity to really answer that. And it's like we talk about box when it comes to questions, and like, and and you know, might sound like a little flex by me, but like as somebody that's interviewed so many people over the years, I've interviewed a bunch of up and coming people, but I've also interviewed future NBA draft picks, McDonald's All Americans. I've interviewed Hall of Fame coaches. You got to understand the difference between knowing when the interview has to be very conversational, like we've had here at times, to where based on the guests, it's like, all right, we need to do an interview interview, like back and forth, let them really get their truth off, we'll talk when we feel like it's necessary. And that doesn't mean we're being soft. It's just, you got to understand there's time and place for how an interview needs to be. And for Drake, for artists like Drake, it has to be that... This is on you. 
We're going to ask the questions that the fans want to hear. We're going to ask the questions that the fans need to hear. Yeah. We're going to tell you it in a way to where you understand it. We're going to mix in questions. We'll mix it into where it challenges you, right, to make you know it's not just all sweet. It's not all just sour. And I think that's why the label questions help. That's why I like to push your questions help. Yeah. And certain things about, like, his inner feelings helped because it's like, you thought you was getting comfortable. And, and, and there's certain parts of the interview where Drake's getting comfortable. He's drinking the wine. Yeah, he's yeah. joking. And then he asks him the right question. And he goes, well, um. You got to really think about it. Yeah. Like, I, he, he uh, like, uh, and I was like, yes. I'm like, talent's his ass. Yes. Because you see, like, he, he's like looking up. And I'm like, damn, you, you can't look him in the eyes. He's thinking yeah, about it. Like, yeah. I'm like, you got to switch it up on him. One thing I liked about the interview, he was like on some like he was really talking his shit like about pushing. Like he was oh, shitting yeah. on him. Man, bro. yo, I got my like, like, he, that he was like, man, he's like, man, these these guys never outside, man. I'm outside, like yeah. I never seen them outside. Unless and he was saying that too, just about rappers in general. He was like, I really live the rapper lifestyle. No, I just like, say this, like I'm man. here. Like this shit, the shit that only that I really, I think it's my only dislike. About the whole pressure situation, not not pressure, my bad. Not him talking about pressure on the on the interview is this is the fact that I think he said something like that, like oh, like nobody be checking for pressure if if you know, like talking about like the competition of rap. Yeah. The way the way I'm understanding, he's used to say like yo, if you really be rapping, nobody be checking for pressure. If you really like rap, nobody checking for pressure. To me, that's stupid because I think he was trying to like conflate his superstardom with like the pressure kind of. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, look, nah, people are checking for pushing just because you're not a superstar. If you're talking about like, yo, it's the competition of rap. You're talking about rapping against each other. Niggas really be checking for pushing. Niggas know what pushes pen can do. Just because you wanna be like, oh yeah, niggas not checking for him. You're talking about it from uh, like, oh, we're gonna look at this from a superstar perspective. We're gonna look at this like, who got the most sense on Billboard, blah 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 blah, or the other bullshit. And, like, yeah, you're probably right. But you're talking about like competition, about rapping, about being a fucking MC. Niggas checking for pressure, and that's that's the only thing that I feel like. You know what? I think Ellie and Abita kind of could have like. But he's like, dude, he's like, it's not believable. Yeah, that's what they, they said that, but it's like, yo, I said, yeah. nah, what are you? He's like, wow. And, 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 they, they, had a, and they had a good retort because uh, they was like, uh, they was like, didn't you buy the mic? He was like, yeah, I actually still have it upstairs. That's kind of like still shitting on him, though. Yeah, he's still shitting on him. It's upstairs. Yeah, it's upstairs, bro. I'm still shitting on him, but my thing is like, yo, you can't be, you can still shit on somebody, yeah, especially you don't like them, but I think. If you want to start talking about like ability, because he's the one person that said, like, you know, like, yo, I'm, I'm going to give it up to everybody. He even did it in the fucking interview. Like, yo, he may not fuck with y'all, but he's going to give it up to you if you got it. You feel yeah. me? I think my main thing was that, like, yo, you can't be talking about the comp- like the competition of rap, the sport of rap, and then be like, yeah, nobody really checking for pressure. Even though niggas should be knowing rap. Check him. No. Exactly. That's my only issue with it. I was, I, just happy, I was just happy he still, I was just happy he still maintained it, like, the same tone. She was like, "Look, like, hey, man, he pulled off a hell of a move on me, like yeah. that." And that's how I knew. And that's how I know. And that's how I know Drake watches sports because, like, that's what dudes say. Like, if you like get a game winner hit on you, like, yo, I was right there, but he hit a good shot on me. If, yeah. if I'm supposed to do, like, you he win some, that. you lose some. He hit that. Yeah. He hit that Damian Lillard. Yeah, ball. like for literally, <laughs> Pusha, Pusha did hit the Damian Lillard. I was happy Drake kept saying it. He was like, yo, he did it. He yeah. did it. I had and that it. was one thing Pusha kept saying in the butt and shit. Like, he was like, Drake won't admit that I got one up on him. But Drake admitted it now. He was like, yeah. I didn't release that track. He's like, people think it's a whole myth about that whole song. But he was like, I actually, there is a song. But, like, 
I just couldn't release it. Not only did he get the one, not only did he get the one up on me, but he he took me out of character. He was about to make me play his game, and this is something I remember saying with you when the when the beef was happening. I was like, bro, I'm like, you lost because you decided to fight a fight that's not your fight. I remember saying vividly, I was like, Drake was the professional in-ring fighter that thought he could fight a world-class street fighter and got his ass whooped. <laughs> I'm like, you got to bring the fight back into the ring. I'm like, you thought you could fight his fight and you realize that's not you. So you threw the gloves down. But either way, it, it was a hell of an interview. There was a lot to learn from that. Um, the final topic I wanted to touch on before wrapping up was Ari, Ari Lennox was, was trending on Twitter uh, a day or two ago because... Uh, there was a viral tweet that I came out uh, that said, uh, I think it was to the effect of what? Uh, it's incredible that, that Tiana Taylor and Ari Lennox have sex appeal. Rock Rollers. And uh, that caused like an uproar on, on black Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, black women not only just defending Ari, but again, just giving us and tweeting the, the whole historical aspect and this, that, and the third. And all I'm going to say is, Right, because this could be a touchy subject. It was very touchy. Um, I'm being careful. I'm being, I'm yeah. being careful. I'm I, I, I would like this. To, I would like this to be quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm. It's wrong for people to go after black women the way they do. Yes. But it's also wrong when y'all just the other week went after black men and was literally calling them the same thing, comparing them to animals. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just being real. Like oh, you can't have that's your fast. cake and then try to eat another cake. You can't play the victim card all the time when y'all already have, and this is the black woman only, y'all already have other situations where you guys are literally the victims wrongfully. This is not one of those times where you're wrongfully a victim. And to Ari, I will say, this is another case of you, like we've talked about on the show, of you focusing on the wrong things. Ari Lennox, from black people in general, you get a bunch of love. You get way more love than you do hate or criticism. Why are you focusing on this? How about you make more videos championing those that champion you instead of just focusing on this? And, and black women going to the defense of Ari, don't you dare pull off that nonsense because there was another viral tweet that came out like, oh, you don't see other races call their women uh, wrong. White men have, since the start of time, have called their white women That might not have that much is, is Asian men with Asian women. I know a little bit, and that's oh, based shit, that's on and that's based on the power dynamic back home because there's been growing studies about how more Asian women have been coming over to the United States to work and send over money home because the power dynamic has changed. Okay, um, uh, Asian men are becoming like the motherly figures back home because more Asian women are leaving their homes to, to work. Okay. It's setting the bread. So that's actually a little something I know. When they're able to. Yes. So I, I say all that to say just to, if anybody want to touch on it, if not, no, we can I wrap up. Um, 
Again, two wrongs don't make a right. Folks are definitely wrong for comparing Ari Lanks and other black women to look like animals. But black women, you're wrong for doing the same. And it doesn't help us as a group when we're trying to uh, advance as a people when we continue to do a whole bunch of infighting. Because that whole bunch of infighting, you can't always want to uh, place on the, on the white man. Sorry, <laughs> we, we got to help each other out. You don't look like an animal and I don't look like an animal. Yeah. I mean, that's to add to, uh, to Arden's point right here. Um, one, yes, all 100% right about the animal shit. Um, I think that's that double standard shit is a big thing. Because no lie, I've seen that pimple tweet a couple of times on the TL. Even before the sorry shit happened, I just looked at it and was like, you know what, I don't feel like saying shit. Because the type of shit that if I was supposed to say something, even me being a man, whatever, like, it's not taken that seriously. I, for obvious reasons, don't get me wrong, I get it. Right, but uh, yeah, two wrongs don't make it right. You can't. The pimple shit wasn't right. The rottweiler shit isn't right either. Point blank. Period. Don't be calling me no fucking animal. I'm not gonna call you no animal. We gonna leave it as is. The one that I kind of don't disagree on though is Ari Lennox shit because when I saw the video, I don't. It's one of. I, I don't think Ari Lennox was crying or feeling sad about herself. Honestly, the way I heard the video, I understood the video. It was more like. Black men coming at black women. Not when black men coming at black women, more like a, a community. Like how Arden was saying, like you, we gotta like come together. Yeah, that's how I saw her her video more so like, like yo, like let's stop the infighting shit, let's stop the bullshit, let's stop the dissing shit, shit. Let's really like let's come together as a people. And that's why that's how I saw and understood her video. So I will give. I'm, I'm gonna show her a bit on that one. I'm gonna see what her video was about. Let's saw let's saw about it being about her, but more so about the community. I just think she's just obviously felt very mostly invested in it. Yeah. For obvious reasons. But, like, yeah, like, you're not no fucking animals. None of us here are fucking animals. Black women, y'all are beautiful, y'all are queens. We treat y'all as such. We love y'all from the bottom of our hearts. Like, Stop letting saying. Twitter F y'all head up and acting like black men don't love black women, bro. That, that's like a small. That's for black. That's, small, that's black multimillionaires who don't love people, y'all. Then, like, yeah. Some people just be trying to go viral on Twitter. Like some probably oh. was trying to go viral with a tweet. Like they do. That's the one. Like that. yeah, like, come that's on. the one thing I'm gonna write to Twitter before we write this. I want to talk to Twitter and be like, look, I know this might be impossible, but y'all gotta fix these al- algorithms and stop allowing some of these trash ass tweets to go viral. Son. There's a lot of trash treats that go viral, and I'm a based off the fact that I think a lot of these profiles are fake. Fam, I'll be seeing some of these tweets go viral. Johnny, I kid you not, they got motherfucking 500 followers, eight combined photos and videos, and like 60 tweets. Fam, with no location. You're not real. I'm like, yo, how I can't go viral? I got more followers. I've been on Twitter since like 2009. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't. I tweet some funny shit and don't go viral. Like, yo, I'm good. Nah, yo, what's funny? The fucking um, what's that shit called again? Yeah, I, I was just talking about that shit. That shit that went viral. Um, that shit. I just lost my fucking train of thought. I don't remember the shit after it though. It's okay. Shit, but fuck it. I, um, before we wrap up, I mean, we can't get into it, but I know you don't like academics, but we kind of been smoking NAV in the media. Look, man, I don't want to say this, first of all. I am a NAF fan. We're going to stop the NAF fan. No, man, I'm, I'm a NAF fan, man. too, but he's <laughs> smoking NAF because NAF tried to come at the media. So uh, he's trying to say you can't, like, he randomly tweeted, like, oh, academics uh, is a dick rider. Oh, yeah, that's So that. then Act is like, bro, like, how am I a dick rider or a dick sucker when you're mad that the media doesn't pay attention to you? No, keep I, and, and, and he, and academics feels like, yo, I'm media or whatever, and a lot of these dudes be feeling a certain type of way about media yeah. dudes 
but they won't say shit to the rappers that they be subbing and shit all the time. And he was like, he was like, Nav, you're a dick rider. He was like, anything Uzi says, like, you agree with it. Like, Uzi tweeted, oh, I haven't had sex since 2018. Nav retweets it. Me neither. Nav t- uh, when, U- when, Uzi, when Uzi said, oh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm done with rapping. Nav tweets, oh, if Uzi's done with rapping, I'm done too. So academics has been flaming him like, yo, bro, like if you calling me a dick rider, you're dick riding like Uzi. That, yeah. yeah, like he was smoking. He was like, he's like, don't, don't get mad because he's like, when you first came out, nobody knew what you looked like. There, there was just one picture of you. It was like a yearbook picture. You was hiding your face. You didn't want to be in the media. Now you're driving your Lambo trucks up to clubs and restaurants. Walking out with big chains and you're mad that nobody takes pictures Hold of you. I'm gonna keep it 100. I, I, my bad. But I thought that line that he was like, oh yeah, uh, I want people to pay attention to me. Oh yeah, like Drake gave me a pretzel one time and I ate it. But even though my dirty, I thought all that shit was like, like some shit, something made. Yeah, some shit, something nah, made. Nah, it, was it was like a real interview. Like Nav really said that shit. Because oh, academics posted like the, like he posted the article and said like show what he yeah. said or whatever. Oh, and he was like, bro, like. You can't call me a dick rider when you're dick riding the media and dick riding Lil Uzi and shit. I don't know. It's crazy, but yeah, it's insane, man. But hey, thank you so much for <laughs> shit is wild. <laughs> shit is wild <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's wild times. <laughs> we we don't even know how many more episodes we're gonna get before World War Three starts. But hey, uh, no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 103 of the Foresight Podcast. Again, follow us on social media at Foresight Pod. We're available for your consumption on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check out our writing on medium.com slash at Foresight Writes. And this is going to be great saying in this year, considering when the guys actually come home. Free the guys up top, free the guys down low. You already know how we're rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. December 2020. Woo!